As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hello and welcome back to a traditional version of the Warriors All-82 podcast. Marcus Thompson, this feels like a little bit old times for me, like even back to Thunder, when I used to cover the Thunder, where I'm in arenas as they're packing up and there's noises and we're back near event level. We see, I think they're setting it up for the Los Angeles Kings game, it looks like. does It, it feels kind of good to be back. Oh, we're back, baby. This is like... This is the nightcap of the we're backness, right? Like we've had a lot of these experiences today that feel kind of pre-pandemic-y, and this this is the perfect nightcap. Ha- having people clean up in the background, the ambiance of post-game alterations. Like, yeah, let's we got a game to talk about. Let's go. This is the opener. Yeah, and it, um, you know, it, it from really the morning it felt. V- big you know we walk into staples this morning for shoot around they got uh, you know the the yeah uh shirts on every seat like it's a playoff game even though like nobody in la wore the shirts i was trying to get you to spot people and you found like four in the crowd that actually put the shirts on but uh you had stars here usher justin bieber were sitting near us sweetie who else we thought there was others Kevin Hart, Kid Cudi, jack nicholson in his uh, familiar seat ja- jack nicholson for sure uh adele Adele and Rich Paul. Paul. Yeah. It's a nice little nice little contingent tonight. Uh and, and packed. You know? It's a it's a packed arena. Was this when's the last time you've been in a packed NBA arena? Twenty nineteen. Yeah. And you know, good it was it was No was the Memphis game wasn't packed. The Memphis playing game? Nah, there was like some vac sections. Yeah. I think they let like seven thousand in, but no, that was not a packed arena. This morning that shoot around, how many times were people like on the team, like oh man, this is a big game, right? Like yeah. people kept saying that this is a big one. Uh, you know, it's nice to be here, or some kind of sentiment of they could feel that this was a big a, a big deal. So they felt it too. It wasn't even just us. Yeah, TNT was outside of Staples Center with their you know they set up their studio for the season tip off show, all that. Obviously, you know you're seeing Charles Barkley, Shaq around, and everything. Uh, and it was a good game. You know, really from end to end, it was competitive. I mean, the Warriors pulled away in the last couple minutes. I should probably mention they won 121-114. Uh, but, you know, uh, the the Lakers were, were up early. It was kind of a little bit of a seesaw. A lot of 
interesting individual performances. Uh, what to you is like storyline number one? I mean, the, the strength of numbers thing. Like, it for a half, it looked like man, these numbers aren't that strong, right? It looked like they had put so much into doing this whole, you know, ramp up the offense, get a bunch of veterans, get a bunch of players, and it looked it just looked like it wasn't going to work. At least not against you know a, a, a top tier team, and then the second half it, it it clicked. So to me that that was that was the the overriding story was that all right they might actually have something here and they believe that now right being able to come back in that game and beat the Lakers like Steph Draymond like you know they they feeling like you know we're deep they they the depth is real it's not like on paper like it's actual depth now well not only that think about what happened with the team they're playing what did lebron it was like 35 and 38 for lebron and ad nobody else on the lakers in double figures so you know when you mentioned the whole like strength and numbers vibe it's like they went out and beat the you know the these two stars that are supposed to drag the lakers to a title this season because they were deeper i thought it was three stars uh, well, once, like I said on the last Warriors Plus Minus, Russell Westbrook is helping the Warriors out. Uh, and we don't need to get into his performance unless you want to. But in general, we've done enough of Russell, Russell Westbrook over the years. I'll be on the Lakers podcast tomorrow. I'm sure, I'm sure that'll be a topic. It, it seems to be a topic around Lakers land. I might need to have me as a guest on it. <laughs> if you want. Um, so, y- y- look, they were minus 168 last year with Steph Curry on the bench. And, uh, I think the goal this year is probably like be a zero. Even, yeah. Yeah, be, be, be a zero. Um, and tonight they were better than that. I mean, what really, like, to me, they won the game at the start of the fourth quarter. It's, it's Lakers up two, entering the fourth. Curry's going to go to the bench. And because it's game one, Steve Kerr, I don't think there was any scenario in which Steph Curry's like coming back at the eight minute mark, right? It was going to be pretty much around the six minute mark. Uh, and they. They ended up winning the stretch by six, turned a two-point lead into a four-point lead. But at one point, they jumped it up to eight. And it was, I mean, because the big difference between this year and last year, there's a few differences, which we can get to. But, like, last year at this time, it was Brad Wanamaker was the point guard of the second unit. Brad Wanamaker, it's like, averaged four points. Like, had zero playmaking, you know, burst. Now, they tried to win those minutes, like, six to four and often didn't. Uh, and, you know, they tried other stuff, Eric Paschal at small ball center, all that. But, like, there was never an identity. To me, this second unit's identity is Jordan Poole's time. Like, that's just what it is. And and he had, in the start of that fourth quarter, an eight-point burst while he's limping around because he tweaked his ankle. But it's a, it's a transition three. It is a uh, sneaky right, like a wrong-footed righty layup over Dwight Howard and then, like, a lefty finish over Davis. And... I mean, you. I, don't, I assume you're going to write about it because I know you're writing about Poole, but it forced him to put Avery Bradley in the game even. But but that second unit won the game there, I thought. No no question. And you could hear it in Steph's voice afterwards, right? Like, he kept talking about how everybody pitched in. Th- those six minutes were far more comfortable this time. Normally it's high anxiety, it's tension. Come on, Brad, hit crazy, this, man. Right? Yeah. Now it, it, it was chilling. And the, the thing about Jordan – and, you know, it's a lot like Steph Curry, not not obviously not the same, but the way he plays forces the defense to do things and other guys can take advantage of it. Right. So 
him, him, like he hit the transition three, which, all right, can't let this dude get hot. Now you got to get out on him. And then he drives, yep. right? And now you got help rotation scrambling. And you know who's ready to feast on that? You know who's ready to take advantage of a guy who's closing out too hard or a guy who leaves him open? Like Bielitsa. Bielitsa's crashing all those crevices. Like he's in there. And then if he doesn't finish, he's like making a play, dropping a dime. So it's all feeding off Curry. I mean, off pool, similar to how it does for Curry, and that that's important. That's that, an identity for yes, a second. That, that's exactly what it is. And they've been trying to. This is what they tried to get Wiggins to do, and Wiggins was better when it was Jordan Poole running the show. Like he finally hit the big three when it was the driving kick and the passing and all that. So they definitely got an identity. It was a. Uh, it was something, and you could say this is one game, and it's not that big of a deal. Just like that's what they were saying last year, where they got completely blitzed by Brooklyn in the opener, or was it? Or was it? No, it was, it was Milwaukee. No, it was Brooklyn it was in the Brooklyn, opener, and yeah. then they went and lost by like even thirty or forty oh, more. Yeah. In, in and, it, and it wasn't much, and it proved to be like more of an aberration than anything. But this was something. It it, it, it at least showed. That it wasn't, it's not going to be like last year where we don't have anywhere to turn. And that, to me, was the unique part. They struggled in the first half, and they were trying things. Moses Moody got some action. It was some Damian Lee. Otto Porter didn't even get a shot for a while. We was like, where's Otto Porter? Did he get a shot? Andre Iguodala played huge minutes. They could kind of piecemeal this thing together. If something's not working, they could just flip it and do something else. And that's kind of what the the best part about that strength and numbers thing is because they don't. They don't have another star who can carry them. They got to do it this way. This hater didn't even mention Gary Payton. Seven seconds of hell. Clutch seven seconds. Clutch it. Who was that? Was that Rondo trying to dribble the ball in front? Who you think it oh, was? Oh, it was Russ. Russ, right? It was Russ. No, no Russ. It was Russ. <laughs> he tried to dribble the ball in front of the, the mitts. The mitten. Come on. But, yeah, he, he even he came in and contributed. Hey. Moody was bad. Moody was pretty good. Let's right? talk about Moody because I certainly didn't write about him, and I know you're not writing about him. But like that was six minutes of that's just like encouraging. Like, what is he going to look like on this stage? It's you know he keeps advancing to the next le- level, right? Yeah. Hey, he looks pretty good in summer league. Hey, this preseason mop up duty, he looks like he 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 belongs. Okay, they tried him with some rotation. Like it went, it was okay in those two final preseason games. Well, tonight, I mean, like, I mean, we set the stage for the game. I mean, this is a huge, this feels like almost like a playoff level atmosphere and, and talent on the floor. And, like, those are six good minutes. He had that one play right in front of us in the corner where they swung it to him, and it's Anthony Davis closing out on him, and he pump fakes, blows by Davis, and then, like, he didn't dunk it, but it was really a burst to the rim and, like, a yeah, layup. And then it's, like, land, run Davis back on defense. back, too, like, so yeah. he could feel him there. Like, it was a... It was a tough bucket. It wasn't yeah. like a regular bucket. And, and that, his first shot was a little rough, though. That little yeah. free throw was like, oh, this might be too big for him. But he kind of bounced back from that. He did. He had a, a, a couple, like, loose balls he corralled. And, you know, and just, like, his vibe is very confident, like, yes. that he, he knows he can, he does belong, uh, you know, on the court. And, like, that isn't the story of the night at all because we need to talk about the other people that matter more within the context of the game. But as we, like, zoom out and, like, you know, how deep can this team be, the fact that their rookie looks like they could, you know, Steve Kerr could have played him 20 minutes tonight if he needed to and he would have been fine. Like, that's a pretty big deal. That's a pretty big development. And it's important because 
he is a rookie, but it's just show like we. I didn't think Steve Kerr would throw him in there. I thought Auto. I, I thought Otto Porter would be the kind of star new acquisition, and I thought Bielitsa would be the guy who Steve might not be able to play like that much. Somewhat of a special. Yeah, like because they were gonna attack him, and and they tried to, but man, he he was the revelation because yo. That dude was out here making play. Like he had the bitch going crazy. Those like kind of slow drive euros, and then he hangs and throws it the opposite direction to the. He dude. He, he pumps LeBron one way yeah. with a fake pass, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm throwing it to the corner. Whoops, I'm throwing it to the wind." It's like, yo, where's where's the ball going? And you know who seemed to like kind of know where the ball was going every time? Damian Lee come out yeah. of nowhere with the layup. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I got an email post game. Somebody said Walmart Jokic question mark. Oh, there, see, there we go. Here yeah. we come. Well, you're the one that showed me the tweet. Somebody said we be elites. Yeah, we believe. Yeah, with the be elites spelling. That that dude, yo. I didn't like. We, we've you already heard, sound like Draymond and Steve. No, we've Steph already heard Curry. he could pass stuff. I just didn't know that. Like he had the ability to, you know, obviously he could pass and obviously he could shoot. But there's a bit of like, I don't want to say courage because he's not soft, but like he's coming down in transition and he wasn't like yeah, shy. Yeah. Like, you know, we it was a lot of guys had to open. Just lane. take the shot at Omri yeah. Caspi that you want. He's just like, now. no. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Jonas Jerebko. The ghost of Jonas Jerebko. Jonas Jerebko had some games for the Warriors, so we can't overreact. Like, well, I just mean, like, you know. And then by the playoffs, Jonas Jerebko couldn't even be played. Maybe that happens with Bielita. I'm just saying, he coming out of transition, and he's like, all right, I'm about to make a move, and I'm getting here. I'm coming. Okay, I'm pump faking the guy running too hard. I'm driving. And he's, like, attacking. It wasn't like... Okay, I made a move. Now I don't know what to do. I don't yeah. want to shoot. Let me figure out what else I'm gonna do. So to me, I just didn't know he had that level of yo. I'm about to take this. I'm about to. I got, I got this. I'm about to do this. And he closed tonight. Yes. And he was the in the two biggest buckets of the game to like seal the win. It was what you're mentioning where uh, it's it's a drop down past the lead. But I think even the most important one of the night is they're up nine with like two something left and. They, you know, Lakers are desperate, so they're blitzing Curry. They're trapping Curry. Get it out of his hands. Just try to force action. Try to force a turnover. Curry flips it over to Draymond, who who kicks it to to now a a diving Bielitsa, and it's one of those that we in traffic, right? Like it's a tough pass. Well, you know what it is. I mean, it's the play we saw a bunch during Kevon Looney's 15 minutes that wasn't, you know, converted because it's Kevon Looney like catch. He's kind of hesitates, pump fake, pump fake. Oh, okay, kick it out, and like you know, the offense 
screws up. This was Bielitsa driving to the lane. He he drew LeBron and Davis, and then what you were you know kind of faked it to the corner, and then slipped it out to Wiggins on the wing, wide open three. Wiggins hits the three to to really seal the win. Uh, but I just think he really is going to help alleviate the Curry pressure. Uh, the double team, you know, the box and one, all the stuff that we've seen in the last couple of years, the junk defenses that Steph talks about. Like, Bielitsa helps that a lot. Oh, yeah, he's going to make you pay. He's going to make you pay. If you leave him open, he's going to hit it. And he can drive and set up other dudes. And they've got the weirdest kind of, like, most non-defense lineup. <laughs> to throw. They can just throw it out there, and they're going to be difficult just because they're gonna they're gonna hurt teams with their movement and passing, and you don't know where their ball is going, and it's just kind of frenetic. Like and Bielitz is part of that. Like like we thought he was gonna be food, right? It's like all right, there's gonna AD, and you know how Steve is, man. If you can't guard, he's gonna sit you down. Not this Steve. Not this. Not Steve. This Steve is out here chilling, yo. <laughs> Steve is out here like a whole different coach now. He's a whole different person. That 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 belly performance will buy him a lot of grace. I'll say that. You know what he did really well tonight? He rebounded. He was in the mix. He was tipping balls. He finished with 11 rebounds. And, like, you know, they didn't get Both killed on LeBron. Yeah, he did. He flagrant fouled LeBron. He's really getting get in the mix. Uh, but, you know, like Dwight Howard, like he was, like, battling Dwight Howard and tipping balls so Dwight Howard couldn't get him. Like, that's, that's huge stuff against this Lakers team because they are more skilled and they should have a better offense than the Lakers. The Lakers want to beat a Warriors-type team by just mauling them. And, like, Bielitsa seems like what you're saying, somebody you can maul. Yeah. But he was not mauled well, tonight. Was, and, you know, remember we were thinking you got to play Bielitsa with Draymond. Mm-hmm. Man, he's like a legit stretch five. Yeah. You could put him at center, and if you give him some shooters, like, you're going to have issues on the other end, but they're going to need to get buckets on the other end because – you put some shooters on there, he could be a legit stretch five. Well, that's the second unit. Well, at least the one they used tonight that worked really well. It was Poole, Lee, Porter, Iguodala, Bielitsa at the five. So you saying when James Wiseman come back, it's like, all right, sit on the bench because Bielitsa is the center. One game and he's starting this right now. One game. Uh, we'll see. Um, I mean, Bielitsa will. It's not one game. This is worth 10 games. It's like a 10-game performance. This is over the night against the Lakers. It was. This wasn't the Charlotte Hornets. This wasn't the open, this wasn't Orlando Magic here. This was LeBron hitting every jumper he threw up and still beating them. LeBron looked good. Oh, man, did he look good. He looked so smooth and effortless. He looked, he, he looked rested. He looked unbothered. Yeah, that, that, that shooting display was kind of incredible. Yeah, and, and Steph Curry goes 5-21. and And the Warriors win. I mean, that's. How about uh, Iguodala was like spry, I called him fresh uh, in what I wrote, and just like hit a couple threes, looks kind of confident releasing the three right now. On defense, it's like he's switching from LeBron to AD as a strip on AD in the post. And um, about them hands. I don't, I, you know, maybe I'm like, I don't remember how well my brain's working on this, but I'm like, did like, he kind of looks at least as good as he did the last time we saw him in a Warriors uniform, right? Yeah, he looked like playoff Andre. Like, he drove and had that tough, like, kind of mm-hmm. finger roll. And like, like, he wasn't doing that stuff in past regular seasons. He was, like, chilling. And then in the playoffs, he would do it. 
He took me. This, again, this is a playoff game. You yeah, know, is he doing this against the Thunder next week? Or is Otto Porter getting his minutes? He probably might be able to chill. And there was a moment where Steve took him out, and he looked like, like, why are you taking me out? Like, yo, we about to win this game. And it felt like he kind of wanted to be on the court. And that was at 22 minutes. He was, man, he was taking, he was taking threes without hesitation. That's what and that I'm was saying. like, that's, that's. That's playoff Andre right there. That's that's Andre trying to show yo. I'm not 47 years old. Like I'm a, I'm a very well kept 37 year old man. Like I'm in great shape. But let, let's go. I'm ready. And LeBron, LeBron, you bet he's got to be tired of Iguodala. Who? So who's more tired of who? Is LeBron more tired of Iguodala or is Steph Curry more tired of Avery Bradley? Oh, definitely the latter. You can just see his whole vibe. He's like, all right, so I'm just gonna. Draw the double and pass, move the ball, right? Avery, here comes Avery. I don't feel like dealing uh, with this dude. I thought this was just a practice thing. Thought he was on my team. Guess he's not on my he's team. supposed to be here with me, and now he's guarding me. And watch me end up playing them in the playoffs, and I got to deal with him seven times. Oh, what's up, Joe Lake and hey, Bob Myers sitting course <laughs> Oh, and you're making threes, too. Oh, okay, great. Thank but you. That was Gary Payton really helping those seven seconds. Those are big seven seconds, though. You can't put the ball down in front of Gary Payton. He's going to take it. Yeah. Um, you know, anything else from this game uh, stood out? In a, in a good or bad way? Either. Um, they played a little zone defense. I thought that was kind of interesting. You mentioned the moody aspect. Damian Lee, man. Damian Lee. I, I, I said... But before I was, I should almost tweeted this. I'm glad I didn't. Before Jordan Poole broke out, I was like, it looks like Damian Lee might be taking this spot for sooner than what I thought. <laughs> you better calm that down real soon. I got to call. Jordan Poole's like, what? Let's go. Let's get it in. But Damian Lee is like a really, like he's almost he, he he's he, he's the perfect glue player for this team, right? Like you can just yeah. put him with so many guys. He he's making he's making the open threes. Like I mean. It's LeBron on fire, but like he, he he was active and engaged. He wasn't scared. Like he's like he he's just man. He's just a good, solid player who can do enough things to be serviceable on the court. Steve called him fantastic. He just had a really good game. He he was talking about being at peace and all that. You could kind of you could kind of see that in his game. Like the way he moved around there, there, there just wasn't much tension. Uh, remember he had some clutch shots last year, but. He seems like he's ready for a bigger role this year. I remember there was a point earlier where it looked like he saved the season because uh, they were 0-2 after those two games we mentioned earlier, and he had a game winner in Chicago. Chicago yeah, it was like a huge, huge shot. Um, yeah, I think along those same lines, uh, one of the things I just kind of noticed, like they have so many different lineups they can go go to, and there was a moment, I think it was like mid-third, early third even, where, look, the Looney wasn't good tonight. Um, and, it, you know, bad matchup for Looney, whatever. Um, but there was a quick second-half trigger to let like – they tried Juan, who kind of entered the game a little bit out of the rotation, uh, ended up getting minutes because Draymond got in early foul trouble, and then Kerr wanted to go small. Uh, small, small. And, you know, you put Juan in, and I thought that lineup worked well. It kind of forced the Lakers into some uncomfortable lineups themselves. And then also, like, there was that – like, the lineup – you mentioned Lee. It was Lee, Juan, and Iguodala with Steph and Draymond. And now, while Steph and Draymond may, might not have got every veteran that they wanted or some big splash trade, there are some players you know they just trust out there. And that to me is like the the Steph Draymond lineup is Steph Draymond, Juan, 
Damian Lee and Iguodala. And 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 Steve is it seems very comfortable. Like that's a that's a weird lineup. If you were like, you know, there's no centers. It's a weird lineup like, against the Lakers, right? Like where you got LeBron and A D you gotta deal with. You ended up with Juan ISOed in a post on A D. But it's 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 the combination of toughness and the ability to spread the floor. Damian Lee spreads the floor. Juan hit a big three. You know, he had been struggling, so he hit a big three. If he could make that shot, you get the same toughness and kind of grit that Steve loves, but you also got somebody who can hit shots. It's a good it's a good lineup. It's gonna be a lineup that's gonna be a problem for bad teams. Like that they they will they will bully bad teams. Yeah, uh, Warriors play Clippers on Thursday, home opener. Um, and then, again, Sacramento, Oklahoma City on the road. And then I put the eight-game homestand, uh, you know, game for game in, in the thing I wrote post-game. But it's it's like Hornets, uh, Thunder, Pelicans, Bulls, uh, you know, a couple other bad teams. And it's like, you know, you look at how they're playing and you look at what's ahead of them on the schedule and I'm like there's a huge opportunity for them here to go like nine and three you know something like that now look they have to win these games and like nothing will be easy and but I just like you know they I think they need to take advantage of this situation just the groove they're in it seems and and preseason I'm including in this groove and uh, a soft schedule to really what I think will ease a lot of the pressure we thought they were going to be facing coming into this season. We thought this, like, Clay Thompson looming return would, you know, we would all be like, you know, when's Clay coming back? He needs to come save them. Yeah. They have an, an opportunity here to, to give him a real soft landing spot. Oh, yeah, and it changes everything if they start well, right? Like, it, it changes the scope of everything. It, it gives them confidence. Like, imagine Wiseman coming in in a winning situation without the pressure of, all right, man, we're struggling. You oh, got to save us. We're getting killed. There's going to be some Marcus Thompson pressure of, like, should he even be playing over Bielitsa right you know, now? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's that's your guy, man. You talk about this is why he's here. That's Be your guy. That, that's your guy. You and Wiseman are sitting there talking about like old school rap today. The guy's like I, twenty years old. You were replacing him with Bielisa already. Like, oh, oh, oh I didn't, my bad. I thought you meant the other way around. Uh, yeah, I mean, you still got Kaminga to add to this mix too. Chris Chioza. Oh, there like, you go. Uh, Jeff Doughton. <laughs> yes, and 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 Clay Thompson, who had a great time on the bench tonight, uh, enjoy this Warriors win. He was. He was very engaged and involved. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk after uh, the home opener, which is Thursday night against the Clippers, a Clippers team without Kawhi that I think is a little overrated. So Warriors uh, should probably look to win that game. Talk to you then.